I'm Rev David. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. Our Bible reading today is from Paul's letter to the Philippians, which he writes to them from prison. May you always be joyful in your union with the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Show a gentle attitude toward everyone. The Lord is coming soon, don't worry about anything, but in all your prayers, ask God for what you need. Always asking him with a thankful heart. And God's peace, which is far beyond human understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with Christ Jesus. In conclusion, my friends, fill your minds with those things that are good and that deserve praise, things that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely and honourable. Put into practice what you've learned and received from me, both from my words and from my actions. And the God who gives us peace will be with you. In my life in union with the Lord, it is a great joy to me that after so long a time, you once more had the chance of showing that you care for me. I don't mean that you had stopped caring for me, you just had no chance to show it. And I'm not saying this because I feel neglected, for I have learned to be satisfied with what I have. I know what it is to be in need and what it is to have more than enough. I've learned this secret, so that anywhere, at any time, I am content, whether I am full or hungry, whether I have too much or too little. I have the strength to face all conditions by the power that Christ gives me. But it's very good of you to help me in my troubles, you Philippians know very well that when I left Macedonia in the early days of preaching the good news, you were the only church to help me. You were the only ones who shared my profits and losses. More than once, when I needed help in Thessalonica, you sent it to me. It's not that I just want to receive gifts. Rather, I want to see profit added to your account. Here, then, is my receipt for everything that you have given me, and it's been more than enough. I have all that I need now that Aphroditus has brought me all your gifts. They are like a sweet-smelling offering to God, a sacrifice that's acceptable and pleasing to him. And with all his abundant wealth through Christ Jesus, my God will supply all your needs. To our God and Father be glory for ever and ever. Amen. We usually refer to this service as our Harvest Festival. I discovered this week that the full title for a Harvest Service is Harvest Thanksgiving. And that's what I want to reflect on today. Thanksgiving. That's why I chose the Bible reading that I did from Paul's letter to the early church in Philippi. The enduring tone is one of thankfulness, even though Paul is in prison. And there's three points that I want to make. The first is about saying thank you and who it is that holds us up. 
Today, we think of the farmers who produce our food chain, and more than that, everyone involved in what is a long and complex food chain that puts meals on our tables for us to eat. Just in the last few weeks, we've all learnt that great quantities of gas are used to make fertiliser, and that a byproduct of this is carbon dioxide, which is used to keep our food fresh. And without lorry drivers, there can be lots of food, but not in the places where we need it to be. There's a whole network of relationships and interactions that holds us up, that keeps us fed and alive. And it's quite delicate and can soon get out of balance. And the same can be said for nature, for God's creation. An intricate set of connections, all working together for good. It holds us up, but we don't always give it the respect that it deserves. Today's the day when we say thank you. For all those involved in the food chain. For the beauty and the majesty of creation, of nature. Thank you to God. Paul, writing to the Philippians, says thank you to them because they're holding him up in a very practical way, sending food and money to him in prison. And then he says, I have the strength to face all conditions by the power that Jesus Christ gives me. And that's a very timely reminder to us. Stop. Stand still. Be thankful for all that we have, especially at harvest time. And then be even more thankful for all that God has done for us through the actions of Jesus Christ. That is what ultimately holds us up. The second point is about knowing that enough is enough. Paul writes to the Philippians in verse 11 saying... For I have learned to be satisfied with what I have. So a couple of weeks ago, we had the perfect modern day illustration of this with the question that we were all asking ourselves, how much petrol is enough petrol? So my car tells me how many miles of petrol I've got left in the tank. And when the current petrol crisis hit, I had 160 miles left. And I looked in my diary, worked out all the journeys that had to be made, and I only had to do 95 miles over the following 10 days. But every time I went out, I thought, should I fill up with petrol? And I thought, no, I've got enough. But it became harder and harder to resist the urge to fill up. And a few days into the crisis, with 60 miles still left in the tank and only 14 miles still needed, I caved in. And the laugh of it is that there was no queue, no shortage. I just didn't need to fill up, but I did. And of course, the result of me caving in and everyone else who caved in earlier than me has been that those who had enough ended up with more than enough, and those who needed more ended up with nothing. Can we learn to be satisfied with what we have? 
And just sticking with cars for a minute, there's a famous story about Rolls-Royce cars. They're big cars with big engines. But how powerful are they? And the answer is that we don't know. Because for years, on the list of specifications for each Rolls-Royce car, under the heading of how many horsepower did it have, they simply printed the word sufficient. Can we learn to be satisfied with what we have? Back to our main subject, harvest. Do we eat more than we need to? Do we prepare more than we need to and then throw food away? Does our having too much mean that others have too little? The answer, put starkly, is yes. Others go hungry whilst we overeat. And of course, on top of that, is that when the land is over-farmed, rainforest destroyed to make pasture for cattle to make burgers for our barbecues. And this could easily turn into a rant. So let me just stop now. You get the picture. There may be a question that we can ask ourselves is, does being thankful involve knowing when enough is enough? Let's move on to the third point. Letting go to pick up more. And you might think that I'm now just about to contradict all that I've said so far. But there's a very clear context for this. In verse 19, Paul writes, My God will supply all your needs. I often include in my prayers something about being thankful for all the blessings that I feel that God continuously showers upon us. The thing is, though, sometimes my hands are so full of stuff that I want, and having convinced myself that I need it, that I can't actually see, never mind get hold of, these blessings from God. The coronavirus has helped many of us to realise that there are things that we hardly noticed and certainly didn't appreciate that are actually very important to our well-being. Spending time with friends or gathering in church and singing hymns out loud together. Have you ever noticed how when the Queen is on a walkabout that there are often people in the crowds, usually children, who offer her flowers And she takes them and she says thank you. And then she hands them on to a lady in waiting. If she didn't hand them on, then she she wouldn't be able to accept any more flowers. Her hands would be full. In letting go, she can pick up more. And those who give to her take pleasure from the giving, just as she takes pleasure from the receiving. We can say that we believe that God will supply all our needs. And yet we're so busy getting hold of and keeping hold of all that we think we need. That we have no space in our hands to get hold of what God offers. So to conclude. It's our harvest thanksgiving. A time, a season to be thankful to be especially thankful 
for all those who play any part at all in the food chain. And to be thankful to God, who has created the most wonderful, fruitful earth, which sustains and enriches us in so many ways. But let's also be thankful for the power that Christ gives us. We are so much more because of God's actions in Jesus. Let's take a moment to consider our consumption. When has enough become more than enough? And what impact are our actions having on others who end up being worse off because of us? Can we learn, like Paul, to be satisfied with what we have? And let's always remember that to get hold of what God offers, there's stuff that we have to let go of first. Our final hymn today will be Great is Thy Faithfulness, with that wonderful line, All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Which says it all, really. That's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.